Pony. I, I got to get this a camera in here. No. Is that what you need? I don't need that. You're, you're, listen, I look just I like Channing. I know Channing Tatum, and you are no Channing Tatum. Tell me what's the difference. Like. No. It won't mean a thing. I'm a bitch. I'm a <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Friday. It is the Producer Michelle podcast. Can I open my eyes now? Yeah, yes. Okay, sure. Okay. Why wouldn't you be able to open your eyes? Well, <laughs> gyrating. Gyrating? Yeah, that is called little, movement. It, it's like the wave. <laughs> What's up? Where's your dollars, ladies? <laughs> we might have to restart. Justin, Justin jumped up on the table and was doing the dollar dance. Yeah, um, ladies. Ride Justin, the pony. You're funny. Um, I try. Do you do that at home for your wife? No. <laughs> But now I am. Go, you have to. I'm going to get it on my phone. Put it on my little uh, Bose 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 portable speaker. Do a little ride on, my pony. Get up on the kitchen table. I'm gonna ride it. Oh, that's so my funny. Pony. It is the producer Michelle podcast. That means it is Friday, and this is episode 16. Yep. And I'm so excited. I'm a little sad that I'm out of breath from getting on the table. <laughs> you got to go to CrossFit. You got to go to CrossFit. You got to do some wall balls. Hashtag CrossFit Monrovia. Burpee. Yeah, today's going to be a hard workout. I missed the workout on Wednesday, which is always called the grind, which is the hardest workout of the week. <laughs> and so I promised the trainer I would do that workout today because Friday's like an open day. You can do whatever workout you want. It's free play. Yeah. And this workout was, if I remember correctly, it was um, half of a 3K, either run or row it, then 75 thrusters, 50-something L wall balls and something else, and then another half of a 3K at the end of it. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. Hey, guess what? When you what? say a thruster. No, not, not that kind of thruster. It's hard to get up here again. Is this like a thruster? Is that? Not it. There's a little window that people it. can see what we're doing in here. All right, now. Okay, Justin. <laughs> This is why I'm going to get to that segment in a minute. And this is why, because Justin totally screwed up right now. So we just did like a whole. <laughs> I feel so bad. We just did a whole five minute segment. And when Justin got up on the table before to do the gyrating pony the dance. The thruster. He stopped recording. Yeah. So you guys didn't hear anything I said about the emails, which I'll yeah. go back and talk about. Here's right what now. we need to recap. Okay. I decided my stripper name is going to be Thruster. Okay. And you suggested like American Gladiator. I said, yes, I will oh. be that theme. And yeah, then and I will I do the dirty, jousting sticks. dirty things okay. to the jousting sticks. Okay. And then we went into emails. That was all that was really okay. missed until so. we got into the last thing where I realized we weren't recording. So. I'm a professional. So now we're recording, right? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We're recording now, though, right? 
I think so. Okay. This one makes sure. Okay. So I was saying. Can you hear us, listeners? <laughs> I was saying that we're getting emails from people about the show. We have our haters. Mm-hmm. Talked about Marco on Facebook, who every time I post uh, has to make some comment about how I'm only, it's only, the page, the Facebook page is only self-serving for producer Michelle, which is hilariously funny if you look oh, at it. Oh, it's so wrong. And then I talked a little bit about the picture of Princess that I posted on Saturday for Handle on the Law, where my husband has this thing where he, 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 tw- he turns her ears inside out. So they're not sticking up, and he does this thing. He where pins he says, them back, kind of like you yeah, kind of pop just, them back. He, he just folds them inside yeah. out, and then he goes, "I've just washed my hair. I can't do a thing with it." It's based on some Bugs Bunny thing. Oh, really? So if you want to see the picture of her, but I posted this for Handle on the Law, and my cop- caption was, "If uh, did the salon mess up your hair, you might have a case." <laughs> just because it was, yeah, uh, and the look just... on her face is hilarious. Yeah, and then you give out the phone number. Yeah, so if you go to kfim640.com, keyword producer Michelle, post the picture up so you can see what it it's looks pretty like. adorable. She's funny. Yeah, she is. We'll get into well, your dogs husband's again funny, I guess, with her. Sometimes, not all the time. Getting awkward? <laughs> no. So we're getting uh, we're getting comments from listeners about the show, and we have the haters who yep. we love. But Dennis and Lisa sent us email. I wanted to read uh, these emails. So Dennis sent, Hallelujah, sister. Now I know you've hit the big time. Just found out that you have a spot on the podcast page. Even better, I can now download your podcast. Yeah! Yes, you can at KFIM640.com. And are we in iTunes, too? Page, and we are on iTunes. Boom! Isn't that awesome? So I think you could subscribe on iTunes. Yes, you and can. And then it'll automatically download it to your phone. If you have an iPhone, you get the podcast app, and it'll awesome. automatically be there. That's awesome. And Lisa sent us this email, which I love. Hey, Michelle, I just want to give you a huge shout-out. Homage Dude, to shout out. <laughs> I love your podcast and look forward to it every Friday. You and Justin are part of my Friday evening pre-game ritual, a.k.a. the trifecta that melts away work stress and gets me in a good mood for a great Friday night. Number one, lavender Epsom salt bath. Number two, ginger beer. Number three, producer Michelle podcast. What's, Thanks for putting yourself out there. What's uh, What's this lady's name again? Lisa. All right. Are you doing something special for Lisa? I'm going to do a little something for Lisa. Okay. Lisa, I want to thank you very much for listening to this podcast, especially in the nude. I want you to know. Michelle. What? I'm talking to Lisa. Sorry. I want you to know that I'm thinking about you right now, okay? And you look so amazing with all those bubbles hitting just the right spot. Close your eyes, and soon the thruster will be arriving. Turn off the That's right. Daddy's here. Get your ginger beer ready, because it's going down for real. Okay. That's all. Just a quick, you know. Please tell me that's not the voice you use with your wife. Uh, what do you mean? What's wrong with that voice? Here, this is my speaking voice. Uh-huh. This is my sexy voice. You see the difference? See, this is how I talk professionally. (sighs) This is how I talk lustfully. (laughs) Hi, Lisa. I'm sorry. I just can't. Don't cover up, Lisa. (laughs) If you want to send us emails, what you think about the podcast, whether you love it or hate it, especially when Justin gets up on the table to do the podcast and stops (laughs) stops recording, recording. (laughs) you can send those emails to Michelle at KFIAM640.com. 
Um, I was going to ask you if you hated me this week. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is this is this is now just so everybody understands the irony about what we're. This is the second time we're starting to discuss this because I dropped the ball, uh-huh. which you'll see why it's funny here in a minute. So, I was I was not angry at you, <laughs> but I was annoyed. Annoyed, yes. Okay, would be fair to so, say. So here's what here's what happened today on the show. Handle threw out there that he wanted to do a segment about the best campaign songs for Hillary, and we got about thirty people suggesting Elton John's "The Bitches Back." Which was fine, but okay, we need more than just the one song. So we wanted to do a segment about it, so we asked people to email their suggestions, and I made Justin a list of the songs and the artists. That came in via social media yeah, and stuff. And, and I brought it over to him a few, like 15 minutes before we were doing the segment. I said, here's the list. You know, just pick the ones you like, and then just cue the songs up. By the way, cue the songs up to the best parts you see now what you're doing now though <laughs> is that you're doing it in a cute way in a coy but, but what you really did was you said here's the list of songs uh-huh. and then you looked at me made direct eye contact and stopped and said you're going to have to cue these up <laughs> to the parts okay in my defense and you said who, who are you talking to <laughs> i said I, yeah i was like really is this i know i'm new here but <laughs> And that's what you said that in the past, this is yes. what Michelle's, it's a, it's in a way uh, a compliment to me. It is a, it is an homage in that she is, comes from such a long time of having to repeat herself, not only to handle, but to other people in the past. Yes. Uh, for various reasons, where especially you could, my board up. You could tell them, hey, can you have this ready? And, and then they would, would like thumbs up and then it would come time. You're like, and they're like, what's that now? Yeah. Exactly. What do you need? Oh, you didn't tell me. <laughs> they would know. Yes, Paul used to do that to me all the time. You didn't tell me. I did. I told you 15 minutes ago. Now, there have also been times where you've said, hey, do you have that? Mm -hmm. And I look at you and I go, yes. And then I immediately go get it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. That's good But I would have remembered. I would have still gotten it in there in time. And I have to remember, too, you're the type of board up. I don't have to tell you things usually ahead of time. Like if we're going to be talking about a television show, you usually have the theme ready or something that's related to it. Most of the time, I would have to go in and say, Larry, I love you, but we just did a segment about Sons of Anarchy. Why didn't you play the theme song? It's a good idea. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Are you serious? That's your job. You're that, supposed well, to think of that. And here they th- for anybody and who- I love Larry, by the way. Oh, yeah. Personally. I love him, too. He's the best. He's the most entertaining guy with. that worked here. But uh, one of the things that I think is hilarious, too, is that if you listen to the Handle Show, you probably will notice when I make mistakes running the board. <laughs> Usually if there's moments of silence that last longer than a second, That's it's Justin. Justin. You're up. welcome for that. Uh, and so it's usually because I'm trying to find the perfect song of the, <laughs> the per- perfect part of the Sons of Anarchy theme. Right. I spend way too much time. Larry, flawless board operator. Right. Like never made a mistake. He was meticulous. He, he showed me how to do the job and he would show me how to do fades and really into that part of it. But I'm just not good at that part. But I will always be thinking, so, and for anybody who's listening, if you think that, hey, there's a little connection there, that's it. That's the connection. Four people probably get most, but almost every bumper that we play has something to do with what we're about to talk and about. And I'm I'm sort of not a perfectionist because I don't think anybody's perfect, but I, I'm slightly a perfectionist to a fault. I'm a very good multitasker. I'm very organized in the morning, sometimes to the point of being annoying. So well, uh, where I'll say something to you or I'll say, hey, did you see that? Did you look? This is coming up. This We need this. We need this. I, and I remind you of stuff a lot of times that I know you already know because you looked at the rundown. A lot of times I'd give the rundown to the board up and they wouldn't even look at it. So they wouldn't know where someone's sound was coming up. And sometimes I'd look back and be, 
Oh, <laughs> our board up's not there. Where, really? Where are they? Yeah. And it said on the rundown at seven o'clock. There's some sound here. We need you know these sound bites ready. It's like, oh, you didn't tell me. Well, it's right there. It's because they're good at what they do, and I'm not. So I have to try really hard. No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm horrible, but I think I have to really try. They could do it without even thinking about it. <laughs> I don't. And that's the thing. It's like I don't not look at the run. I look at the rundown because I need to know what's happening. Right, because- but I will always say, "Hey, you got the sound?" For yes, that? you do. And that's just because of the for history. years. 22 years prior. I mean, you've been on the show now how long? Uh, Only seven, eight okay. months. Eight months. So <laughs> 21 years and, and four months, right? So when I'm still here in uh, 20 more years is when you'll stop asking? Yes, Got exactly. It. So Got just it. so you know. Um, I'm going on vacation soon. I know. Where are you going? Are you doing anything big? I'm going to New York. Yeah, I'm going to visit my family. No big, whatever. Look at the way you throw that around. Because that's where I'm from. How often do you get to go back? I try to go back at least once a year. And usually we go for two weeks. This year we're not going for as long, but I try, when I go, I try to go for two, two and a half weeks just because I don't usually get to see, I see my nieces and nephews and my sister once a year. Are you the a hole who lives on the West Coast but is like, still thinks the East Coast is way better? Yes. Oh, man. I thought we were well, friends. No, I, <laughs> I like things about the East Coast. I mean, I, I like things about the West Coast in LA. But there are things about New York that I really love that, that are just so different from here. Like when we would go to my niece and nephew's soccer game, they, in New York, especially in Long Island, which is where I'm from, where my family lives, there are um, – the taxes are super, super high. They pay a lot of money in taxes. Like, like sales my, tax or income No, it, like, like – yeah, property tax. Like oh, my sister okay. probably pays on uh, 27 square – 2,700 square foot home on about a half an acre of property. She probably pays $20,000 in taxes a year. Dang. So it's a pretty big place. They pay a lot, of ta- a lot of taxes, but the taxes go to the parks, the school districts. Like when I came here, when I, when I moved here, I was 15. So I was just starting high school. When I started high school, I went in to talk to the guidance counselor, talked about like what I had already taken. I was a year ahead, almost a year ahead of the other students at that age because of how the curriculum was back east. So by the time I was a senior, I had two classes. Like I went to I went to school for like English and math or whatever, and that was it. And then the rest of the day I was done. I had school from like 8 to 10, and I was finished for the day when I was a senior. Um, and, and the parks there are, are gorgeous. So you go to see a kid's soccer game, and there's six or seven – uh, soccer fields in one place, but it's really lush green. It's meticulously maintained. They're beautiful. And it's just so quiet and peaceful and nice. There's 7 million people who live out on Long Island, so you wouldn't think that it, that it seems like a quiet place because Long Island's pretty small. Um, but it's beautiful. It's just really pretty. And it just it reminds me of my younger childhood, which I had a very happy younger childhood living there uh, until my parents decided to yank me out of school. <laughs> and take me to the west and it's a culture shock when you move from the oh, east yeah. coast to west coast at that age you saw my high school picture my hair was inspired by living on the east coast because that's what was a big hair bands everybody here had the beachy but locks, i feel like the valley girls had a lot to in yeah common. but i was living in orange county near uh, the beach and so all those girls had like 
the beachy surfer hair, the straight, which is more of a feather, right? Lazy. Is that feathered or yeah? Just the, it was just kind of very easy going. Like they just take their hair and put it up in a bun with a pencil. Yeah, you know the, the all long hair, right? So the first day I was in school, I was first I was in English class, and Mr. Zimmerman, I'll never forget this. Um, he he, you know, I came into class late. I started school about a month late because I was uh, we were living in Seal Beach, so we didn't move into our house. But the first day I went to school, I went into um, English class. It was the first class of the day. Mr. Zimmerman, never forget it. And I came in a little late, and he was like, oh, new student. So, of course, the spotlight's on you when you're a new student. I've got this aqua-netted hair, dressed all, like, black, probably. You can see it at KFIAM640.com, keyword handle. They yeah. have all the yearbook pictures. They have all the yearbook photos. And I sat down, and I was sitting behind a very bleached, blonde, sun-tanned girl. Her name was Sean. I'll never forget that either. With a W? Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> She's very pretty. And he, we were re- they were reading something out of the book. And so he said, oh, you know, new student, here's a book. Why don't you read the next page out loud? And I did. And I still... Had your accent? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm, I'm... I'll see if I can do... <laughs> can you bring it back? So I'm reading this book. Like, I'm sitting here and I'm talking about how <laughs> there's this guy in a car. And I'm just sitting here going... Okay, here's what's going on. Here's the story, right? This is how I'm talking, right? So, <laughs> which you'll notice when I get back from vacation, the first podcast probably going to sound like that. And I read this whole page of stuff. I don't have anything specific in front of me to read, so I just gave you a little bit, right? So when I was done, the girl in front of me, Sean, turned around. It was totally silent when I was done. Yeah, I, that's what I imagined. The teacher even is just yeah, slack jaw, just, just sitting there. Me, and the girl in front of me turned behind me and <laughs> turned around, and she goes, where the hell are you from? And I went, from New York. You got a problem with that? You want to fight me? Yeah. We can go outside right now. I, I'm, I'm more than happy to. Hold beat my your friends. ass. I'll beat your ass. Um, she was ended up being a very sweet girl. I mean, I had an attitude, of course. I was pissed off at my parents. Right. I was pissed off at everybody. Um, but she ended up being a very sweet girl. And, and she. I found out many, many years later, unfortunately, she died of a brain tumor. Oh, no. Yeah, very young, which was very, very sad. But her name was Sean, and she was, she was a nice girl, <laughs> except for that one comment that day. But, yeah, so I'm going, so I'm going back to New York, and I'm going to visit my family and my nieces and nephews. I've got four of them. Those are sort of – I feel like they're my own children because I don't have kids. <laughs> so that'll be fun. That so makes you the back, best aunt ever. I Sort of. No, yeah, it I does. So. I hope so. No, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Stop arguing. <laughs> well, I guess I, I said it does because my oldest nephew came to California last year. We did take him to Vegas for his birthday, so that was fun. Oh yeah, yeah, that's way lame. <laughs> it was really super fun. Worst aunt ever. We got him drunk. Oh my god! <laughs> my husband said, "I'm going to take him downtown." I go, "Are you going to Glitter Gulch?" <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, they did. He goes, "I just he just needs to, he's just, he grew up." My husband is convinced that my sister's kids grew up. Very white bread. Yeah. Like they're they're very polite kids. They're very nice kids. They're always wear a collared shirt. Kids. Yeah, they're just responsible. Like for their age, they're very they're pretty mature for their age. And that's I mean, my sister, she did a great job of raising all these kids. They're not rude. They're not obnoxious. Um, and so my husband was like, you know, he just needs a little bit. Of, we just got to show him a little bit of that. Uncle Tim's <laughs> the best. Uncle Tim is the best. He grew up in Whittier. <laughs> So anyway, when I get back, the podcast first podcast is going to sound really weird. You ever see a twenty-six-year-old put her way through college? Because <laughs> you're about to. <laughs> so it was hilariously funny. It was really funny. 
Um, so anyway, I'm going to be gone, and uh, just so if those of you who want to try to break into my house, there's going to be somebody <laughs> staying at my house, by the way, because I got three I, dogs. I, you, I like that you slipped back to 15-year-old Michelle. Yeah. For those of you that want to try and break into my house. Yeah, don't even think about it. Cause, <laughs> forget about it. Forget about it. Um, I've got somebody staying at the house because I've got to leave the three dogs home because my entire family's going to be in New York, so i got nobody to leave the dogs with or princess with. Usually I leave princess with my mom and somebody else watches the two dogs. But uh, I've got Buffy who has all kinds of medications to take and she's old and I she don't know. She eats with chopsticks. On. She doesn't eat with chopsticks. She only eats day eggs. Day. And oh, this morning, I felt so bad this morning. I was walking down the stairs this morning and I stopped. She follows me whenever I get out of bed. And I stop at the top of the stairs and I, I petted her. I said, hey, you know, are you going to eat for me this morning? Because she didn't really feel like eating much last night. And she gets so excited when I'm up. Whenever I get up, she and I don't know what happened, but as I started walking down the stairs, she went flying past me. She fell down the stairs and tumbled down about eight stairs, and then she hits the little wall that's under the window, and she stands up, and she has a look on her face like, what the hell just happened? I don't know what just happened. I was upstairs, and now I'm down. How did I get here? She's fine, by the way, for those of you wondering. She's fine. She didn't break anything. She's perfectly fine. And she ate her breakfast this morning, so she's good. Um, but, yeah, it was – so I have to leave them home. And I'm, I'm nervous because I never really leave Princess home without leaving her with a family member. And I'm leaving her with a friend that we know that's, that works for a vet. And so I know that she'll be good. I'm just nervous about leaving her by by herself. It's your baby. I am. She's a little princess baby. And did I tell you this week what she's doing? She's driving me crazy this week. So my husband's been working a different shift lately. He works – we used to work exactly the same time. We'd go both go to work. I would leave at 3. He would leave at 4. And we'd be gone basically the same time. Well, he has been working a slightly different shift. So he'll leave – he'll have to leave the house at like 9. So when I get up, he's still sleeping. And Princess, what she used to do when we would both go to work is after she eats, she would go up on the chair in the living room, get under the blanket, and that's where she would stay. Well, now she goes upstairs. She runs upstairs. She knows he's still asleep. She wants to go on the bed, and so she runs upstairs. And then all of a sudden, you hear the angry bark. (laughs) And then quiet. Like she's saying, hey, put me on the bed. And Tim says every single time he puts her on the bed, she won't stay on my side of the bed. She'll stay there for a minute, and then as soon as he's not paying attention, she'll go and lay right up against his back. And he goes, I'm going to crush her one of these days. She's going to be flat like a tortilla. And I keep trying to explain this to her, and, and he. And so I said, you can't put her on the bed. I don't care how much she barks, don't put her on the bed. And he says every time he does that, every time he ignores her, he wakes up and there's a poop on the floor. Just a little one, little tiny spite poop. Spite <laughs> poop? It's like, you're not going to let me up on the bed? I'm going to leave this right here I'll be so honest. you could step in it. It's a good thing that she has, literally, if you take a Tootsie Roll and unroll it, that's what it looks like. That's good it. job, Michelle. You ruined Tootsie Rolls for everyone. <laughs> yeah. But well that's done. What, but it's it's luckily it's not they're like, not that delicious a candy. It's but. easy to clean up. It's you know. So I don't have any complaints about that. But she does it every single time. He doesn't let her on. The <gasps> Fun little joke. I just thought of you take Tootsie Rolls and just leave them there when he gets <laughs> up in the morning. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Just shave out so oh, that's the I'm taper. Do that. Yeah. Oh, anyway. And then so give like get nuts. the multicolored ones too to really mess with them. <laughs> so they're driving me crazy. But no, that'll. I can't wait to go on vacation. It'll be nice. You get a break from the kids, yeah. I get a break from the kids. I can relate to that. That's right. 
Did you see America's Got Talent this week? I didn't see it, but I've seen the videos that I are flying around. I know you've seen the video. Yeah, thanks to you guys. Well, okay, so America's Got Talent. I don't know why I don't watch this show more often because it is a really good show. It's it's really amazing to me to see the talent, the level of talent that people have out there that you've never heard of. They're really good. I'm a sap based on what we're about to right. do here, too. But I watched, I think, not this season, but the previous two mm-hmm. to this one. And they always get you. They, they always have... get you with a great story. Yes. Somebody who has a really great story. Um, sometimes the level of talent is so incredible. You just don't, you can't figure out why you've never seen this person before or why they haven't gotten a record deal before or whatnot. So this week there was a video that's been making the rounds. There's two of them. And the first one is one I was watching yesterday. And it's this little 12 year old girl, and her name is Grace Vanderwall. And she went up there and to, to sing. She's a singer. And when they were talking to her beforehand, they were asking her her name. And she was just so cute. Like how he said, oh, you're a very beautiful little girl. And she's like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And she puts her little hand on her chest. It's just adorable. She's a very cute little girl. And she's out there with a ukulele. And you can see, like, Simon is very skeptical of anything because he's always a meanie. No so, part of her looks like a child who performs. I right. think it's probably she what they're judging like ahead of She just looks like an average kid. And at one point she even said, she, like they said, uh, do your friends support, what do you, you. support you? And they goes, she goes, None of them, no, nobody at my school knows I yeah. sing. And so, and so nobody knows that she sings. And she's, when they ask her what she's going to sing, usually they sing some cover or yeah. something, right? She says, I'm going to sing an original song that I wrote. And Howie says, what, well, what's the song about? And she says, it's about me. And that's what got me, because once you knew that, this is why they're so good at setting it up. Once you know that and you hear the song, it just, it, I started crying. And so then I showed the video this morning. I said, Bender, you got to watch this. And he's blubbering. When I walk in the door, I I come in a little bit later because I get donuts on Friday (laughs) and I'm bringing them in and I drop them off next to Bender's desk. And he looks at me and like an 87 year old woman, he's got a tissue in it, balled up in his hand, holding it up against his mouth and nose. And and he just looks at me just red eyed. And I go, what's up, dude? He goes, I'm all right. (laughs) And then we said, Justin, you got to watch. And I didn't want to watch it. But then I watched it and and I bawled like a baby. Here's the other part I want to say before we play this is that I thought was really touching about this thing is that I think it was Howie asked her he goes how do you think you're going do you think you'll do well in this competition and she goes well miracles can happen right like she oh just so sweet so play it all right I don't know my name I don't play by the rules of the game sorry I'm just she's giggling at the applause
find my way. <laughs> and Justin's crying again. Shut up, Michelle No, because once you know that she wrote that song and she writes about, I don't know my name. And then there's a line in there that got me, which was, I'm lost trying to get found in an ocean full of people. And I just thought, oh, my God, like from a 12-year-old. So profound. So profound. And then at the end of the song, I now know my name. And it's just, oh, my God. It was just such a great moment. It gave me goosebumps. And the thing at the end where uh, Simon says, calls her the next Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. Until this moment here, talking about it with you, I didn't really make the connection. I don't even know if maybe it's what he meant. But I think for all the crapping on that Taylor Swift gets, Mm -hmm. I think on some level the reason why she resonates with so many people is because she is writing from her own personal experiences. She's writing from her heart. She's writing about things that she has experienced. And if that heart is poppy and schmaltzy and cheesy, then so it be is. it. Right. But I think there is that kind of like, this sounds really oh, blowhardy, but there is like <laughs> an artistic subtext that comes Absolutely. through and connects with people. The fact that at 12 years old, she can be that profound in expressing herself in a song. In a beautiful voice, a, too, with a, a very unique and a sound. And that, by the way, if it was on iTunes right now, I would go and buy it. Because it's a great little song. That's a great song. It, it Just the fact that she has that at that age, I mean, she's going to be amazing. And she got the golden buzzer, which is every judge on the show has one opportunity to use a golden buzzer, which basically sends the contestant right to the semifinals, the live shows in Radio City. And I think Simon wanted to use it, but how he used it before... Um, But yeah, and he called her the next Taylor Swift. And I think he's probably right if she writes more stuff like that. And, you know, the way they do this when they show her singing and she's reacting to the audience who just had this amazing reaction to her. And she can you can tell she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're reacting to me like this. And then off to the side, they have her mother and her sister. And the whole thing just turns everybody turns you into a mess, makes you a hot. You know, what's funny is that there's a comic who I think was on last season. His name is Drew Lynch, and he uh, he had a, an accident, and it gave him a stutter. Mm-hmm. And I've worked with the guy. I knew the guy before the accident. He was a door guy at a comedy club here in Flappers, a really funny guy, really nice guy. And he got on AGT, and I was bawling like a baby watching Aww. him just destroy because this guy was just such a hardworking, such a cool guy. And that's what I think that show does is yeah. it takes these little stories it's and amazing. gets you. And then, so you're crying. You're a big crying mess when you see Grace Vanderwall is her name. So now everybody knows her name. It's like Howie said, you know, I think that song was so profound because now everybody's going to know your name, even though you think they don't. But so after that, <laughs> there's this other guy who comes on stage, 82-year-old guy. His name is John Hetlinger, and he is a former aerospace engineer. Sort of reminded Navy me pilot. Little, yeah, sort of reminded me a little bit of my dad, although my dad wasn't a Navy pilot. He was in the, the Navy and the Air Force. Um, and he was an aerospace engineer, which to me, I, I automatically related to him. So he gets on stage and, and he's standing there talking about how when he retired, he found karaoke. And he just, you know, wanted to perform and just kind of have fun with something. And so they go to him performing. He started, what, karaoke? I think he said, like, two, three years ago or four. Yeah. But just to imagine your grandfather, okay, <laughs> wearing a striped polo shirt with some kind of Toucan Sam knockoff on the p- breast right, pocket. Right. And then the uh, rib-high pants of, like, a, a Docker-type right. slack pant and tennis shoes. Right. And he's balding a little bit. He's yeah. got gray hair. And he's got, like, old man face. And then... Then he starts doing this. 
Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 And what's great is at that point he he's into it from the beginning. There's like people who are like, yeah, but then there's people that are like, what the hell is happening? Exactly, it's hilarious. He's like headbanging when he's doing this. You look at him performing this, and then you look at the the judges. Like Heidi was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they're the all hell? just slack jawed. They're all it's just like, like "What the hell just happened?" But it's so funny because that song, uh, "Drowning Pool" by, uh, Bodies uh, by Drowning Pool. Um, I read a story later this morning that said the band has invited him to come on stage and yes. sing the song at concert. That's brilliant. Isn't that awesome? Good for them. That's uh, so smart. I have to watch the show more often. A lot of times I write off a lot of what's on TV unless it's a Real Housewives. If you want a reality TV show that can uh, kind of, I feel like AGT is a lot like chicken soup for the soul right. in a lot of ways. My wife and I would both, she would make fun of me because I cried and she never did, but whatever. We're going to have to show her uh, Grace's video. Yeah. <laughs> watch this, honey. It's really sweet. <laughs> and most of the, other than America's Got Talent, most <laughs> of the shows that are like that, I can't watch with my wife because she's so crazy judgmental uh-huh. and she thinks she's the fourth judge. <laughs> Like she, she weighs it. Like I have to hit pause on the DVR and then she has to weigh in. I'm like, just watch the show and shut up. You should, you guys should do that show. There's a show on Bravo mm-hmm. that's all about watching people sitting on a couch watching reality shows. <laughs> like it's, it's called, reaction? It's called, what is it called? It's called, uh, it what people, what, what you're watching or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, all it is is the camera facing, like, like the camera's next to the TV looking at the couch. And the people on the couch are reacting to what's on the TV. My husband says, if you ever start watching the that people's show. people's couch? Yeah. My husband said, if you ever start watching that show, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, that's a little meta. <laughs> but to be now, watching TV of people watching, watching TV. TV. But now they have another version where it's kids reacting <laughs> to that what's I would on watch. TV. And I think I'm going to watch that because it's not the, the first show, so he can't leave. <laughs> I found a way around it. <laughs> anyway, I, I had to play those for you just so you had it. But... That's going to be it for the podcast this week. If you go to KFIM640.com, keyword producer Michelle, I'm going to post the videos up there. I'll post the picture of Princess up there. Follow me on Twitter at ProdMichelle. Follow Justin on Twitter at KFIJustin. He also has the Dad Podcast. What's coming up on the Dad Podcast this, this week? week? I did a solo episode, and I talk about the witching hour of parenting, which is between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. Really? And Yeah, I give some tips on how to get around it. The witching hour. Is that like when the kids are tired and cranky? It's a weird moment in time where you are very tired Mm -hmm. and the kids get kind of weirdly emotional. And then it's like a weird kind of tired, hungry meets burst of energy, too. Like they get really kind of cranky and then all of a sudden at seven o'clock they kick in. (laughs) And it sucks because that's the time you're trying to cook dinner, especially if you're the homemaker like I am. You're waiting for the other person to come home so that you can have dinner together as a family. And Or you can say, please take them. Yeah. 
So oh, yeah. I can go and have five minutes alone. Luckily, neither one of my wife and I have had those moments, but I've heard many a person who's like, here, like the dad has walked in from work Take and been them. presented with a toddler level child and goes, I'm out. Take Thank them. you. I'm going for a walk. Peace. Anyway, so yeah, you can check that out at the dadpodcast.com. That's Thank new you. episodes up Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Follow Princess PGK the Chi on Instagram. We've been posting a lot of fun stuff and some videos. I posted a video of her singing the other day, which <laughs> Got some attention. Yeah, it was really funny. So that's it. Hey, there's Let only the bodies one thing. Let the body the floor? <laughs> no, she wasn't singing that. <laughs> there's only one thing I would like to remind you of. You are smart. You are kind. You are important. They're so good. <laughs> See you next week. And today won't mean a thing. I'm a baby.